Hey guys, so before you listen to today's episode with my super special guest, Brooke Burke, I want to give you a little bit of the behind the scenes of this amazing experience. I had been wanting to interview Brooke for a very long time because she is 1 million percent a woman that inspires me so, so much. I have been following her work forever. Uh, she motivates me. I love, love her energy. And I really, really was dying to get her on the show. So first and foremost, I want to thank her manager, Sean Lashley, for being so incredibly nice and responsive and connecting us and helping make this happen. Thank you so much. You're incredible. So Brooke invited me through Sean if I wanted to actually go spend the day at her home slash fabulous wellness sanctuary and actually take one of her classes and, and see how she lives and, and talk about her lifestyle and actually experience what she does. And I was so honored and so humbled by the invitation because, yeah, she transformed her to die for backyard into this wellness yoga center and you guys definitely should go to my social media channels and look at the videos because it's almost impossible to describe the beauty of the place and how special it is. So I highly, highly recommend you listen to the episode and go watch all the videos of everything that she showed us. This is 1 million percent, a very interactive episode. And this is also the core of Cat on the Loose. I try to bring real life places, real life experiences where we live, where we work, where we interact with people. And this was incredible to me because she didn't know me. So she took a chance. She was like, okay, invite this girl, welcome her into my home. So one, one million percent, I was so, so honored to have this opportunity. So anyhow, we show up at her house 9.30 in the morning on a Sunday and she comes and opens the door herself. Very real, very raw. Obviously, her gorgeous self, wearing her workout clothes, no makeup on, gave me a huge hug, and immediately I felt her energy. She's like the sunshine when she walks into a room. And the way she welcomed me, and I brought one of my dear, dear friends as co-host, Majde Bahamin, owner and CEO of Privé Luxury Concierge Services. She's a dear friend and she also has this great, great vibe about her. And the way Brooke welcomed us, it was just something literally that it's hard to explain. So anyways, we spent the entire day there, did one of her yoga slash body toning workout classes. She kicked our ass with a fabulous group of people, men and women, we did a sound bath class by Brooke as well. And we spent the whole day around her property. She, she built this, this beautiful tree house, a maze shaped like a heart. She has this tiki tent. There's like so much that we talked about. And again, you guys have to see the videos. And it turned out for me to be so much more than just a podcast episode. It was such an emotional experience. It was a spiritual experience. Obviously, I made an incredible, incredible new friend in Brooke. I know we're going to do so many more projects together. It was really 
I'm not exaggerating, one of the best and most special days in my entire life. And I get very emotional and I was very emotional the entire day because she was one million, billion, trillion percent so much more than I could have hoped and expected. And I am forever, forever grateful and I really hope you guys enjoy the episode. If you don't know her work, please go follow her, Brooke Burke on Instagram, because she's definitely a wellness guru. She spreads so much love and joy and happiness. Her workouts are so much more than just, oh, let's have the perfect summer body. Her workouts really touch your heart your mind and your soul other than, than helping you, you get a be the better body you can possibly achieve for yourself. But she's so, so much more than um, just like a trainer. You guys have to see it to believe it. And I really, really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. And please go look at the videos on Kat Zamuro, my Instagram the, the podcast, Instagram, Real Cat on the Loose, they're on YouTube. I'm putting them all over my social media channels because this was really, really a truly, truly wonderful day. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Reminding you, warning for those of you who don't know Cat on the Loose, you are entering a 100% organic zone. This podcast is never edited. It's never scripted. It's a podcast that is completely, completely, completely real. If you don't like dogs, this podcast is probably not for you because 99% of the time, Phoenix is with me. If you don't like noises from the real world, this podcast is probably not for you because most of the time we do record in the real world. This is not a studio podcast. We record in real places where people live, work, relate, socialize. But if you do like complete, honest, real and raw conversations, this podcast might be perfect for you. So welcome to our worldwide, ever-growing community. You're entering Cat on the Loose, Cat Kingdom, and I am very, very happy to have you. This is a real-life podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, girlies and guys out there, I have to say I am very emotional. This has been an incredible, incredible few hours with this woman that I admire so, so much. Let me interview her first and foremost. Hi, Brooke. Brooke Hi. Burke. Thank you. I don't even know how to describe you because you are multi-talented. You, you are an actor, TV personality, entrepreneur. You are a mother. Now I know that you are a friend. Yes, you are a, I am a friend. I love that. That might be the are, most important thing you said. Yeah, a, a uniter of women. You're incredible. You're thank a fitness you. guru. So first of all, thank you with all my heart because you opened up your home to thank us, you. to me and my friend Mojda. And you don't yeah. even know us. So I have to say it means the world to me. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming, for trusting me. You know, it's not easy when I open an invitation and I invite women to come and work out. You came without fear, you trusted me, I'm happy to have you in my home. And I don't think I could have described what we experienced today to you. You right. needed to come and yes. bury yourself in it and immerse yourself yes. in it. So thank you. And I love it. we were saying the core of, of my podcast, and I keep saying that it's not a studio podcast, mm -hmm. it's not a perfect podcast. Good. I insist <laughs> on making 
an organic podcast because this is what I want to show people, like how we are in real life. And I think that's what my audience uh, loves to see. And in, in today, in your case, it doesn't get more organic than this because this is your real home. You guys have to go to my social media channels, YouTube, to see the videos because you're actually allowing us. You're like, go for it. Film anything you want. Film your workout class. I know how many people can't get here. And one of the reasons why I <laughs> open up my life so completely is because... I built it to share it with everyone. That's why we do Zoom and why we do digital connections because there's so many people that get one a little sneak peek that might not be able to be here in person. Exactly. So we create this digital opportunity. Yes, so yes. I love it. And this is what we are. So I have to say thank you, Maj, my bestie. She's a major, major businesswoman, executive, owner of Prevelli. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for coming with me to do this with Brooke. Before I ask you the 10 billion questions we have, I think we would need like five hours to cover all the questions we that, that we have. But I want to say that I was, an, a, a, me personally, as a woman, I always try to find women that inspire me to interview. I don't want to just interview whoever. So I, I try to like handpick. So I've been after you for a long time. I, me, Kat, I look at your work and it inspires Thank me. You. I think your journey is incredible. I think your energy is amazing. But we never know how the person is going to be when we meet them. We were talking about that coming here. How are we doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And the minute we saw you, we, you know, you feel this connection. I think I know you. I think we're, we're already besties because that. you have the most natural. And I'm not kidding you guys. And I'm not trying to kiss her. Thank She's you. not paying me to say this. Uh, you have the Thank most you. insane real you're real thank you you're real you know it's 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 kind of like at this point in life this <laughs> is me you know and i remember the days you know being in the industry where you're to do something like this and have it recorded we're like oh my god i need a hairdresser i need my makeup i need full glam i need my life like no this is just <laughs> yeah, me yeah and my home and that's here we are we sharing yeah. something that matters that's collective energy that's an opportunity to just get to know ourselves better not just each other but even ourselves like yeah. having you in class today like to do nothing but just be in nature yeah. and experience something different is um really what inspires me too so hey, you're super you. real so let's thank start you. the journey from the beginning and then we'll come all the way to your classes and Jeez. what you do today <laughs> okay. when i told people that i was going to interview you obviously we were usually i'm used to getting 200 250 300 questions from my guests but we got over 500 wow. when i said it was you so in all honesty we didn't even have time to go through all of them because that. you are very loved and Thank and Marge you. said the same thing when we post and we yeah, say we're I gonna mean, talk to Brooke people are like wow I want to oh. hear chance to say so can you give us appreciate that yeah th that's that's really nice right because yeah. you've been in this industry forever can you give us a little bit of the background for people that don't follow your work that don't even know that now you're working with wellness let's go back to the God. tv days a little bit are you game yeah no I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna see how i can fast track this um it's been a real journey it's been a pivot it's been a lot of things um i don't know i guess if i could give you a two-minute summary started out as a model i was never quite tall enough to really make it as a model i was that girl that was always stretching and trying to pretend <laughs> like i was five eight and faking it all the way um but i did i did a little bit of um kind of body work health and wellness space in the modeling world segued that into commercial work studied broadcast journalism i always wanted to be a businesswoman i studied 
um, business advertising. I really thought that was my avenue and accidentally got into the modeling industry, started doing commercials, and then went on my first big audition for entertainment to host Wild On. I didn't know the show. I didn't have any experience. I was very green. I was still in school. (laughs) I took that one meeting. Some of the best advice that was ever given to me was like, take that meeting. Um, And it was super casual. I like showed up in a pair of jeans and wasn't manifesting anything at that time in my life. And I ended up getting this gig to host a show back in the day called Wild On. That took me around the world to 40 countries. It was amazing. Oh, cool. And um, I always loved to travel. I always had a zest for life. So I kind of learned that gig on the road. Got pregnant as soon as I signed my deal with E. Yeah. Uh oh. And I was hired like to be the bikini girl on the road hosting this really sexy, Seriously? This really sexy television Did show. Did they fire you? Well, they couldn't. Remember, like at that time, being a woman, you you in the entertainment business, you couldn't right. not support, um, you know, the evolution of life. So I remember with my tail between my legs, going into my executive producer's office, being young and experienced, and I just signed the gig of my lifetime. And I had to walk in there and go, uh, guys, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, but it's going to be okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, they supported it. I took my daughter on the road and we, we did, uh, we did 40 countries in two years together. Um, new mom, a zest for life, totally adventurous, had my baby, brought my baby with me. I was crazy looking back at it now, but we did it. And then that slowly transitioned to some other gigs. I host Rockstar. Then I went on to dance on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Crazy. A lot of questions, uh, if you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, again, we didn't plan anything like always. We don't script. If we ask anything, they don't talk about just like, pretty, I don't want to talk I'm about pretty it. pretty much an open But book. obviously, a lot of questions about Dancing with the Stars because number one, you won Dancing with the Stars. You're a winner. Crazy. That's crazy, crazy hard. And, crazy it, and hard. it was back then when it was like, I think the top show on TV or was, one of the top shows I mean, the there was a season when we had 20 TV. million viewers. Right. And it was like American Idol. If we can go back in time, there were two like great shows, Bachelor. It was terrifying, challenging, insightful, life-changing. It was basically all the life lessons crammed into the ballroom. And I never thought I could win. I never thought I would win. I didn't go in there insecure. I just was on a mission as a host to be a competitor so that Uh I could sort of open up my life um, to a different audience. Mm -hmm. You know, as a host, which I love doing live television, you sort of have a script, you're limited, it's live. You know, you're following uh, a script. This was a real opportunity Mm -hmm. to sort of show up really vulnerable. Um, and revealing and I had no idea how hard it would be I had no idea how terrifying it would be did you have the dancing background at all I I, I never studied dance I, I love to dance and I have rhythm but I uh-huh. I obviously as far as choreography yeah. and skill and talent You're goes really I, not at all so I um, as a testament to commitment I think I worked harder I think I could say that without insulting anyone I think I probably worked harder than anyone else because I it was seven days a week I had a new baby I had had my son oh my, my third God. child who was three months old I was in a hormonal roller coaster um I, I didn't have a dance background <laughs> I was scared shitless <laughs> but I showed up every day and worked really hard and found faith in my own body and I learned how to surrender I learned how to surrender to fear I learned how to um, 
count on the experience and the time that I put in and then just sort of let everything go. Yeah. And your partner was uh, Derek, Derek Hugh and he's an incredible he's, artist, right? He's an amazing He's an incredible dancer. artist. He was in his early 20s. I always <laughs> tease him because he was like a baby. this little punk at the time. He hadn't won a Mirabal <laughs> trophy yet. I didn't know shit about shit and about dancing. And together we were just like, you know what? We're committed. We're going to dive into this. We're going to give it all we've got. Um, we're going to outwork everyone and we're going to just tell our story. Like that's what dance is really. It's a narrative with your body, right? Yeah. It's an intimate dancing yeah. story. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, I, it was amazing that I made it as far as I did and even more amazing that I that won. That you won. And one of the greatest accomplishments ever. Yes. And not because it was like a dance competition show, because it showed me seven days a week and three months you can learn how to do anything. Holy, if you put your mind you into it, anything. right? I mean... Honestly, think about us as women. How many yeah. things are like, oh, I'd love to go take that class. Oh, I'd love to get yeah. a culinary degree. Oh, one day I'm going to go to Africa. Oh, once upon a time. But we don't. Right. Because we think we can't. Yes. Or there's all these things standing in yes. our way. I had four children. Wow. I was in a seven-day-a-week commitment to this show where life sort of stopped oh and God. stood still. And I did it. So, um... Major. Yeah. Shia was three months old, so I was bringing oh my baby my with me. God. Yeah, it was crazy. It well, was crazy. obviously, you're living proof, and this is one of the things that I admire about you so much that you're insanely disciplined. You put Thank your you. mind into something and you get it done. Thank and this you. is what we're trying to tell people out there. Because, like we were saying a little bit, because before we started the podcast, many times now with social media, it's multiplied by millions and millions and millions. People out there see a celebrity, like they see you on TV, and yeah, the TV only shows the beautiful part, right? The dress and the makeup and the hair. <laughs> so they don't true. see the sweat and tears yeah. and the rehearsal and the yeah. shit and the. Crap. We wish we wish life was a dress it, rehearsal, right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like you said, they all show up like, "Hi, look at me, I'm perfect." But so, but yeah, people have this image many times of celebrities. Oh, this is unattainable. Mm-hmm. She's rich. She has 10 million nannies. She doesn't have to do anything. It's easy for her. But it's not like that, right? You got to put a lot of work into it. It's not like that. It. It's not like that. And I celebrate the woman whose life is like that too, by the way. Like I, I come into my connection with women with no judgment. Like I don't care what it takes to run your life and raise your family you got to do it with freedom and without judgment for me it's not like that um and it's that story and that possibility that was that my mom oh my mom's calling me (laughs) sorry mom (laughs) she'll call back (laughs) i love my mom it starts with my mom i have an amazing mom um it's not like that but I have to deal with that, you know, and I have to deal with that in the industry, all the criticism, and I don't even lean into it, you know what I mean? Like, I know what works right. for me and yeah, my family same. here, and I believe in hard work and grit and yeah. hustle, and I also believe in dreams, you yeah. know, and I believe in making those commitments to yourself as a woman. I did more as a mother than I did before I was a mom, and I work with so many different women, young women, older women, women that are redesigning their life, who are... Billy, that's my other girl. That's, that's her my dog. Other dog. Oh, <laughs> women that are redesigning their life. Women that are are <sighs> yeah. stuck in the what now, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yeah. We're laughing because her dog is like walking around, <laughs> dancing around, in love with Moshe. Yeah. <laughs> so you win Dancing with the Stars. Then they made you the invitation to be the host of the show they, right after you they won. They were casting the host. And they interviewed and auditioned every single female host. Every single female woman in the industry who wasn't a host. I'm talking country music artists to hosts to 
athletes, I mean, you name it, everybody wanted this gig because it was the most watched show on yes, television. It was ABC. Yes. It was glamorous. You got to dress up like it a was princess prime in the ball. Time. It was live. And your dress is, I have to make a parenthesis, I rarely watch TV, but back then I used to watch oh more TV because I was married. Uh, I had free time. Yeah. And money. And now I don't. Now I'm like a, the broke artist. <laughs> but anyhow, I used to watch it. And I used to like, mostly because of the dresses. Yeah, it was a... Because um, it was like a dream. It was like, it was man, so the dresses on this woman. Yeah, She's so fucking it, it gorgeous. It was a dream gig to be a princess. Thank you. In the ballroom. I had a great stylist. Yeah. I, it was, I have diamonds and yes, stilettos it was and insane. Fashion. It was like Cinderella. It was like Cinderella. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I will keep it real and yeah. share that. Everybody auditioned for this gig, and because I had won, and because I was a host, mm -hmm. um, the, the executive team and producers said, you know, you don't need to audition, we know who you are, and we know your skill set, and I thought, I want to audition, and they're like, wait, what? And I said, no, I, I want to audition. Really? I want to audition because I know what, in, a, in my business, it's a chemistry test, right? So yeah. you might be the greatest podcaster of all time, right, so if I'm producing right. a podcast show, what if all of a sudden I meet somebody else and my whole creative brain shifts as a producer? Mm -hmm. I kind of knew that in the producer world, the behind the scenes world of, of making um, a television deal. So I said, I want to audition. And they were like, why, Brooke? You don't really need to do that. And I said, I want to audition so that you see what Tom and I look like on camera and it's not beneath me and just let me audition. I don't think I would have got the gig if I didn't audition. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it was that moment of being on tape with a partner mm -hmm. um, and bringing that energy to life. And Tom Bergeron was an unbelievable partner, no ego. He was so wise and seasoned and talented. And he really gave me a space to come in and showcase my own talents. You and I were talking about that earlier. Not everybody knows how to be a partner. A lot of women in our world don't know how to be a partner. Unfortunately, there's yeah. a lot of ego. There's a lot yes. of competition. I'm especially not, on television, right? We growing business. up in this. I grew up in this business, mm -hmm. uh, so on know. and off. Yeah, and to this day, it breaks my heart how competitive we were talking mm -hmm. about that. It's mostly, I think, women, and I hate saying that. It breaks my heart to say that. I think they're worse than men. I don't know if you agree with me. They look at each other constantly mm -hmm. as competition. Mm -hmm. Like, why does she get that? Why did I lie? As opposed to, like, let's Same. unite forces. If a job is good for it's because it's yours. If a yeah. job is good for me, it's because it's mine. And maybe something that. is good for both of us. But it breaks my heart how they're always, like, on each other's throats as opposed to, like, you know, joining forces. I'm glad you say that because what's ours is ours. But, I, I you know, I really do feel like we... For me, like in my faith, I ask, I pray, I, I, I manifest what's in my divine right, mm -hmm. right? So I want what's mine. I don't want what's not mine. Mm -hmm. I don't want what somebody else's. But I do believe in the power of collective energy. And you're much younger than we are. But <laughs> what I would tell you and I would tell my own daughters, no, it's, 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 there's power when you realize that we're better together, that we raise our average And that collective energy mm -hmm. will shift you into a more powerful space. I know yes. that to be true. That's why yes. I work with women. That's why I believe in this she tribe. That's mm -hmm. why I love the sisterhood circle. I try to teach that to my daughters. It's like, we're all here for a moment, yeah. right? And we're all, I think, in charge of who comes in and out of our lives and editing our mm -hmm. lives and surrounding ourselves with people who are positive, that want what's in our divine right that want what's best for us, that celebrate us. Oh, yeah. I celebrate my friends. I celebrate other women. I celebrate possibilities, power, 
happiness, change. Like yeah. I celebrate all of these energies, and yeah, I have too much to do than to compete with. Amen. In my life, no, you know? one million percent. I agree. I, I I agree with you, and that's how I live my life. I I just want like. Have you always been like that? Yes. Because I feel if I can leave a legacy behind, I want to be able, everything I do, every, no matter what kind of work I do, I, is about empowering women. And we're going to get there because we're going to talk about social media and how it's been affecting people. Mm -hmm. But even before social media, I think I have to send like, you know, something, something good It's because we have the, the, the com communication channels open. Yeah. So in a way, mm -hmm. I feel it's my obligation because I know there are a lot of young girls that, that look at our work that look at our social media, a lot of women out there who are, because I was in an abusive marriage, I was mm -hmm. for 14 years, and I feel now maybe there's somebody out there who is in a position that I was, and they don't mm -hmm. know how to, you know, gain forces and get out. I so right. I feel I need to keep sending the message of positivity, and, and we are stronger together. I, I, I think you're right. You know, you grew up in the entertainment business. I started my career in the entertainment business, and then I shifted into this wellness space. And yeah. sometimes people are like, how did that happen, and why did that happen? And very similar to what you're saying, for me, it's an act of service. So for me, I feel, A, I feel called to do it, and I love it, but I also feel like it's sort of a gift, and it's a give back for me with other mm -hmm. women. And in doing that, this year, I'm really focusing on, and I'm actually writing a workshop um, called soul service mm -hmm. and it's about being in service to ourselves so in being if you can just entertain this concept for a minute we can explore this but if you entertain the possibility of being in service to yourself because we're in service to others especially as women all the time i'm a mom i'm always serving i'm always giving yes. my dogs it's my man it's my kids <laughs> it's everybody it's my students it's every single person that comes into my life everybody's tapping a little bit of your life force, yeah. right? so i like being in service it's my own problem i love it but when we learn how to be in service to ourselves, yeah. how to serve ourselves, how to serve our soul, our spirit, our self-care, how to fill our own cup up, I'm like twice the superhero. Oh yeah, it's life-changing. But I didn't know right. that as a young girl oh, woman. Oh, me neither. I didn't know Same. the value of being in service to myself. Yeah. So like when I teach yoga, I thank everyone for allowing me to be in service to them. But then I encourage them and invite them I challenge them to learn how to be in service to themselves, like you coming to class today and diving into it and doing something hard. It's not easy what we did out there. It's freaking hard. No, it's freaking hard. You're no. in service to yourself, yeah. to change your body, to feed your soul, to listen to your heartbeat, to slow down, yeah. change, to change. To it's listen. freaking hard, but when you're done, you're like, oh, I'm so <laughs> happy I did it. Because like the, the other side of fitness. In the world. That's why yeah. people always say, how do you do it? I go, because I know it's on yeah, the other side of it. It's the self-care, self-love, but we're going to get there. So, But I have to finish this conversation because I, I, I know so many people are going to be mad at me if I don't. Okay. So you did Dancing with the Stars for a few seasons. I did eight seasons. Eight wow. seasons. That's a few years, right? It was a lot. We did two seasons a year, so it was almost four, four or five years. years. And then I know the media was all over you when they let you go from the job. Yeah. You know, it was um, unexpected. It wasn't and, expected. And I want to talk about it because there's huge lessons in going through this. Uh-huh. Um, I don't mind calling it fired. People are like, well, your, your contract was up and it was a renegotiation. It's very complicated. For me, in and of itself, I wasn't there anymore. I was let go, fired, call it what you want. Right, right. I never needed to bullshit my way around it with the media. It is what it is. I went from having the greatest gig on television, mm -hmm. the greatest gig of, well, I, would, I guess I would argue that Wild On was pretty cool. But it was an amazing experience in the ballroom. And then all of a sudden, in one moment, 
in an instant, it all went away. Like, phew, went they away. said, we're not renewing your contract. I was driving to school with my kids in the car. My dressing room was being painted. Like, we were gearing up for the season. That's the entertainment business. Uh, and it was sort of like, <laughs> you could have, I'm like, wait, wait, what? So it was that moment of, holy shit, my life just took a hard left. <sighs> Deep breath, right? Now what do I do? And I, Billy, no, I really approached that from a, I'd like to think I'm grounded and I'm, and I'm spiritual in my process, but I also believe that things come along and rock us and rattle us and pivot for reasons. And it was a time in my life where I think I needed change. Would I have loved to continue there? Yeah, I would be lying mm -hmm. if I said that I wasn't, but it was probably time for a shift. I had, I just finished eight seasons. It was an amazing run. Mm -hmm. um, and it was time for me to explore other things. And I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest. When and it happens, it hurts, right? Especially when it's such a fabulous mm -hmm. job, high profile, mm -hmm. you're making good money, you're on TV. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, because I'm always like that, I'm always the yeah. optimist. I know too. too much. <laughs> I think maybe things have the cheesy things happen for a reason because maybe other windows yeah. are going to open into your I life know. to bring you to where you are today. It's the concept we know that's yeah. so easy. For, oh, when the door closes, one okay, we know but, all that. But I'm like, fuck, now what? Yeah, no, I know. Now, like, fuck, I, I want to stay. <laughs> but I have to ask you this tough question. Sure. And if you don't want to answer, mm -hmm. but, but I think everybody asked and, and many years later people still send this question do you think or do you know or do you think it's true that they didn't renew your contract because they wanted to bring a younger woman there because to me when I heard that rumor like they gotta be I swear a lot so forgive yeah. me they gotta be fucking <laughs> kidding me um, I, I didn't want to believe that you know it's it's interesting Dancing with the Stars has an audience of grandmas my mom's friends watch right. Dancing with the Stars. A younger generation, maybe not so much unless you're in the ballroom world. Right. Athletes, big following in the sports world. I actually think they chose Erin Andrews because she was a sportscaster. Oh, and that, it served. She was on ESPN. It married two worlds. Yeah. Um, she also had a lot of controversy um, at that time because uh, of some social media. I remember that story really, very um, well. Tragic, yeah. thing, some yeah. tragic things that were going on, which yeah. a network will serve themselves yeah. in sort of publicity. She was right? in the news a lot. Could be. I never really thought about it as a younger person because then you segue after her into, Ty into Tyra Banks, right? So what did that look like? Was that ethnicity? Was that culture? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, there, there are so many ways to look at it. Rather than me trying to figure that out, I, I, I brought it back inward and I thought... Mm -hmm. Okay, now what am I going to do? And it really allowed me to sort of put the war paint on and roll my sleeves up and go, <laughs> what am I going to do now? Am I going to go create a show? Am I going to go do daytime? Am I going to start a business? Am I, am I going to, like, I didn't know what to do. And it was a really great exercise of exploration and not easy. It's like starting out in the business. You hear no 99 times, yeah. more than that. I was lucky that I heard one in a hundred, but you really have to have you know, guts and have strength and have a backbone. And I was really blessed. I think that I was grounded in my family. And yeah. I was grounded in other things that really matter that don't come and go and that don't go away. You know, what I do in the entertainment business, I always loved. I love what I do. But I had a real foundation that probably saved me or I would have drowned in the 
Like you it know, happens to a lot of people, right? Like it happens. Yeah. And I get asked that all the time because I, while I was married, I did, I barely worked to the point that I didn't work anymore because my husband didn't want me to work. Mm-hmm. So he convinced me to, to stop doing everything that I loved doing. So now mm-hmm. that I'm back, I, I, I hear people say all, all the time in Hollywood, like, oh, you know, they're not gonna, they don't hire women over 30. They mm-hmm. don't hire women over 40. There's nothing for me to do. I don't believe in it. Mm. Because I think we open our own doors. I, I don't believe what in do that. What do you think? Um, it's a big conversation. I, I, love, I love the depth of this conversation. I love the depth of it in these, these different walks of life. So <laughs> please, you know, chime in on this too. I don't believe in that, but I do really, really, really understand the culture of the industry of entertainment. By that I mean... I host live television shows and I went from being a sex symbol to being a ballroom princess to now being in my 50s and and changing in my life as a woman and embracing it and owning it and really understanding that. What I what I what I know is that I know where my talent lies and those opportunities. So if there's a new live hot hip live show, it's probably not me. It's going to be a younger, poppier probably ethnic and probably a younger hipper personality i don't know that i even it's funny that you're asking what i'm thinking now (laughs) i never really equated that to age i equated it just to um the person that serves that role best right and so i've had to really embrace who i am as a woman but i also believe in the ebbs and flow of the business Mm -hmm. meaning Sometimes there's a pause and you can't get arrested, like literally for years. So what do you do? Do you go back to the drawing board and go, oh, holy shit, what's going to become of me now? Yes. Or do you just play the pause and well, do other creative things and then know that it's all coming back around? So I, I just have a lot of faith in that. Same. But in the meantime, I started other businesses and I really love what I'm doing now. So, you know, it's And funny. you're awesome it's funny. at it. Thank you're you. You're awesome yeah. at it. Thank you. You're incredible. But our age is a number. Our age is I a number, agree. and if we're going to fight it as women, we're in yes. big trouble. I will say that. I agree. We're in big trouble. If you're going to try to look like that 30-year-old woman that you once were, you're in big no. trouble. And I think that's a big mistake a lot of women make. I think you need to embrace your life and, and yeah. what you are and live healthy, yeah. take good care of yourself. But, yeah, yeah you embrace it because we're alive, you yeah, know. It's all about being alive so and true. healthy. Even your life and the challenges that you went through in your marriage made you who you are. So what do we yeah. bring to this table? Like, who is the woman that I'm bringing to the table today? Yeah, She's a wiser, more seasoned, I want to say better woman than I brought to the table 10 years ago. One She's different. Percent. She's different. <laughs> <laughs> she might not be as much fun. No. <laughs> I feel, no, I, I, and I think you are, I, I think I can speak for both of us. And, well, she, she's never How been married. But... Do you mind? No. Is this top secret? <laughs> yeah, 35. You're 35. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be 35. Yeah, but you but know it's good what? to be in my 50s. I, it, I tell you, I've never been happier. I never felt healthier. Yeah. I've never felt more like in tune with my body, Good. my sexuality, yeah. my health. I feel independent. Being independent is empowering. Like mm-hmm. we kick some ass. I talk to Maj about that all the time. Like most of our clients yeah. in my, our agency, they're men and they're like crybabies. And I'm like, we take care so Sandry. much more Baby than this man. Oh right. And you look know, at you, like you're running like this, this business and you're teaching everybody. I think we are strong and that's strong. empowering. I love that you say that. And I, I always hate to repeat myself, but I'm going to remind you, I'm going to remind you of this concept because we're so strong 
and we're such badasses and it's such an yes. amazing time to be a woman that there is a bittersweetness to it because yeah. we are powerful and because we give and give. You talk about men. We are. <laughs> it's different though. Well, but because we give and we give and we give and yeah. we can we manage love men, all, but there we are strong. I love men. I love men. Some of yeah. the work that I've been doing lately, which I'm going to invite you to um, a workshop in the teepee is that we've been really love exploring it. the polarity of masculine and feminine energy. Oh yeah. It's light and that dark. Is so it's huge. sun and moon. Yeah. It's yin and yang. And yes. I'm obsessed with that because I love it. we're all strong. Yes. So we could very easily be misinterpreted for oh all the um, time. Do you believe bo boss bitch yeah. independence? Yeah. Um, e you know ego. All of these things yes. that couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. I don't feel masculine, but I feel yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah. I've been to. I I went on twenty five dates last year. Okay. Was it fun? <laughs> We're like, oh, tell me about <laughs> that. <laughs> And, you know, and Girl, it's fun. Like, I got all these feedback okay. like your your masculine energy. Because she's a boss bitch. And, you yeah. Know, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to switch. You know. The energy. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Can I? Okay, guys, can hold that thought. thought you know? Hold that thought. Hold that okay. thought. We're gonna take a two minute break. So we can pay a few bills and thank our sponsors. <laughs> the girl pays her bills, That's by right. the way. That's right. Boss All bitch. about women empowerment. Yes. I, I say like, you want to drive me crazy? Let's not even talk about sugar babes. A whole other episode. Women have to be independent and pay their own bills. Number one. But we're going to talk about this, the masculine and feminine energy. Yes. Talk about how you got mm -hmm. into wellness. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to poke a little bit in your personal dating yeah. life. Because it's really fun and exciting. Yes. We'll talk about that. And I have a lot to tell you about this masculine, <laughs> yes. misinterpreted yes. woman. Totally. Yeah. It happens to all Misread of us. Misread woman. We'll be right back. This is time. an insanely inspiring episode here at the home of this gorgeous, gorgeous, talented, and incredibly nice woman, Brooke Burke. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back. This is Cat on the Loose, 100% organic. This is what I love. Never right. edited, never scripted. It's real life. We'll be right back. Well, this podcast is about sex, dating and relationships, but yes, about sex. And you guys that know my work know that I'm a huge, huge advocate and believer in a healthy sexual life as part of a fulfilling, happy, and healthy life. And I try really, really hard to demystify the idea that sex is a dirty word, that sex is something bad, that sex is something disgusting. Even on social media channels, it breaks my heart. Like the minute you put the word sex, they associate with pornography, with child abuse, with all this, this awful shit, and it's not true. So for all of these years that I've been doing the podcast, I've been trying to decide which sex toy brand I would partner with because I get literally hundreds and hundreds of messages from you guys asking me about it. So I have amazing news because finally I found some people that are 1 million percent in line with my work and what I believe in. It's a brand new sex toy line. They're launching this week. It's called Prazeres. Prazeres means pleasures in Portuguese. And I absolutely love them. And they are coming to revolutionize the sex toy industry, how we think about sex toys and how we play with sex toys. And 1 million percent, if you are one in millions of people out there who are embarrassed to buy sex toys, embarrassed to use sex toys, embarrassed to bring sex toys into the bedroom with your partner. This is going to be perfect for you. 
Prazeres is bringing the sexiest sex toys ever in the world. They are discreet, they are sexy, they're supposed to be fun, they're supposed to be playful. You can use them on your own, you can use them with your partners. They're tiny enough, some of them are really, really discreet, adorable, sexy miniatures that you can actually travel with. So go follow them on Insta. It's a brand new company. They're launching really soon. I will give you guys all the details, but let's normalize for once and for all. Men, women, couples, whatever gender you, you associate with, whoever you are, let's normalize playing, having fun in the bedroom, spicing up any relationship. And you know what? Even the relationship you have with yourself. When I am single, I... Use my vibrators, my sex toys, almost every night. It relieves stress. It's good. It's healthy. It's not bad. So let's make it normal that all of us should have a bunch of really, really fun, great sex toys and use them all the time. So I am partnering with Prazeris Toys to bring you guys the latest, most innovative, fun sex toys ever. They're launching their website this week worldwide. Their Insta account is already up there and I will do a giveaway on my Insta very soon as well and I will keep you guys posted. Prazeris, I love you guys. I am so happy for this partnership. I want to thank Privé LA, the top luxury concierge services company worldwide for being such supporters of this podcast and of my work. If you guys want hard to get reservations in the best hotels in the world, if you're planning a summer vacation, if you want to stay on top of it, if you want experiences such as going to a Formula One Grand Prix in Monaco or in Vegas or in Miami, if you want to go to the Derby and then to the Miami Grand Prix, anything amazing that you want to experience, they open the doors for you. So check it out on Instagram. It's underscore Privé, P-R-I-V-E-E-L-A, and online PrivéLA.com. If you want to do it when it comes to travel, reservations, restaurants, hotel, transportation, events, anything like that, they have it and they are amazing. I have never in my life seen, seen customer service like they give their clients. I recommend them to all my friends, seriously, my clients, people that I know and everybody falls in love with their services. Thank you so much, Prevelli. I love you guys. Let's do it, We're Kat. back. Let's We're get back. into it. We're such in a hurry because this conversation is so good. That's the amazing thing. We had to close thing. our lips during your commercial break. I know. So like, I'm like, shut up. Let me record. No, because th this is why I love so much talking to intelligent, powerful, successful women. Because, you know, you, you come up with the most important, intelligent, meaningful conversations. And Mojde brought something up that, yes, we, are, we all have been victims. Of, I don't know if victim is the word, but we all have been... Uh, in these situations before, the, the masculine energy, uh, the feminine energy, and men that cannot mm -hmm. handle women mm -hmm. that 
are successful and powerful and doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, do you want to share what you were saying off I, camera? Or, uh, there's so or much can? to share. And I, I, I love having the question posed from a beautiful 35-year-old yeah. goddess because <laughs> I want to be vulnerable and humanize this. And saying, you know, during the commercial break, you were saying that it's, it's insulting and we're often judged as powerful women. And I could remember doing a really deep dive in my own personal exploration during my second marriage where I was constantly hearing, you're masculine, you're masculine, you're masculine. And then the other little voice that was coming even from the outside was, God, it must be really hard to be married to Brooke Burke. And I kept thinking, that's really fucked up. Like, what do you mean it must be? This, this, this could be fabulous. Like, what do you mean it must be really hard? And it was this misunderstanding and this misconception that an independent, is my opinion, mm -hmm. and I think we all are probably in the same space. An independent, strong woman is often misinterpreted, misunderstood, yes. right? For being a boss bitch, for being masculine, for having too much masculine energy, strength, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know it while I was in that time of, during that time of my life, but I have explored and dissected and really realized that the most divine space for a woman to be in and her divine feminine energy is a beautiful balance balance is a tough word but a beautiful mix of masculine and feminine energy so it takes a very strong mm -hmm. woman to surrender and it's tough to get there it's tough to get to this balance it right is. it's because it like you said if we are in charge of our business we're in charge of 10 million things any given day like you even more because you have kids Moj and I don't but still we're, we are in, uh, business owners we're in charge of our clients our life our we life. have to be in yeah. charge we have to because be because we're running yeah. the business no so exactly. if we were not in yeah. charge exactly. and if we did not step into our masculine yeah. I don't know if masculine is the right word but if we did not step into our power yeah shit doesn't get done I think the confusion I, I believe this to be true is that there's no femininity in masculine energy and there's no masculine energy in femininity. I find it to be an yin-yang. I find them to be woven together. The strongest people know when to surrender. The strongest woman has a balance between masculine and feminine. For example, mm -hmm. if you surround yourself by feminine men, really entertain this because I know you're both going to manifest your love, your love mate. Oh, I, I want to learn you, how to do that. If you surround yourself by men who are not strong, they become more feminine, you become more masculine. It's just, the, it's just nature. I've okay, done yeah. that many times. And yeah. you're going to get crucified and blamed for being masculine because in fact, you've assumed the masculine role because you're surrounding yourself by feminine people. I guarantee you that if you surrounded yourself by a really strong masculine man, you would like open like a flower, you would blossom <laughs> like a freaking rose. But, and you would be so feminine. But Brooke, let me tell you something. If you, you had something. a person that was capable of assuming that masculine Bringing role that at, yeah. at times. But you know, sometimes, times. because I always go for the super powerful masculine man, because in my personal life, I want to relinquish control. Okay, great. I want like the guy, do something, please, be in charge. And? But most men, and I talked about it on the podcast wait, 10 do, million times, you let me ask your with, opinion. Do you, when you, I, I just want to understand it. So if you, if you find the powerful masculine men, do you meet them in feminine energy or do you meet them no, with more? No, I meet them in, yeah, my personal life is very feminine energy because I'm only the boss in my, my, my business life. But most men, and tell me, you girls tell me if you agree or not. When they meet you because they want to date you or they want to fuck you. Sorry, my, I, 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 okay. I have a dirty mouth. <laughs> 
they tell you, oh, no, it's okay. I love what you do. I love everything. I'm, I have no problem with it. No, no, no. But then as you're dating, the real personality comes out, like maybe they're feminist, and they're like, they start feeling intimidated. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, I don't want to. No, this bitch is just too much. She has too much shit going on. They have to, like, kind of, you know, follow what they're saying you should do or not. You know, Mm -hmm. I, you never, it's not never good enough. Mm. If if I'm in my feminine energy, oh, you're not doing anything. If I'm in my masculine energy, oh, you're too much. Exactly. It's it's hard. I I wish there was an answer. It's (laughs) it's so complicated. What What I know to be true and what I tell my daughters is to never dim your light or be less than what you are or try to diminish or be smaller. Agreed. To let someone else shine. There is enough room and there is enough power and there is enough space in this world for you to have the most badass, powerful man and to be a badass, powerful woman. I agree And together we are illuminating unbelievable possibilities. What happens is if you don't have the right partner, if you don't have the right best friend... Yeah. If you don't have the right girlfriend that you walk through life yeah. with who isn't celebrating you and raising your average, like it gives me goosebumps. Yeah, told me then too. suddenly you're missing those little celebrations along the way. And in an intimate relationship, it takes very strong man and woman yeah. to vibe together. It, it, it's, it's complicated. I agree. I think I made this mistake before in my marriage. Like I said, I was in a, my husband didn't even want me to work. So I relinquished. I gave up so much of my life. And I don't want to make this mistake again. And I agree with you. Uh, the right partner for you is going to be 1 million percent supportive of everything you do. Right, they're not gonna try to cut you back or make you feel bad. I agree. Or gaslight you or tell you like, oh, you're you you being too masculine or you're doing this like you said that has that happened to you. That would be a terrible you. conversation right? to even hear from some, like even when you say that, my my it makes me go like yeah. this. And imagine being in a really healthy, supportive relationship where those conversations are you're open for dialogue. If there needs to be adjustments or compromises or little tweaks along the way for the higher good of the relationship, for the higher good of both beings, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's really the goal. I, 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 it makes me sad, and I, and I know that there are a lot of women who go through that and who compromise and who give up um, to mold and to become something that they're not for the better good of someone else. And... It's a horrible idea. It's not sustainable. No, exactly. It's not sustainable. And if it is, if you sustain it, you're miserable. One day you're going to wake up and be like, by the way, it happens to a lot of women. One day further down in life, they wake up and they're like, oh my God, I've been in this miserable marriage for decades because that's how we are brought up. Mm-hmm. to make a man happy. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of societal um, yeah. influences and limitations, but yeah. I, 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 I went to a, a female uh, therapy group session when I was in my 20s. I was very young. I'll speak fast because I just want to make this point. I don't want to, I want to get back to our conversation, but I surrounded myself with women that were in their 50s and 60s and I was like in my 20s. I didn't know shit about shit. And somehow I found myself in this women's therapy group, very similar to the type of work that we do out here in Sisterhood Circle. And I remember listening to women become storytellers. And I think we're storytellers as women. We're meant to share our stories. They were stories created by women for women. We were breaking down this book called Women Who Run With The Wolves, chapter by chapter. And I was so inexperienced, okay? And I, I, I hadn't even become, I hadn't even started the process of becoming who I was supposed to be. And I remember listening to these women who had given up their goals, their dreams, were redesigning their life. Maybe they were divorced. Maybe they were starting over. Maybe they never found love. They, most of these women didn't even know who they were. 
what they knew was, oh my God, here I am. And I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I remember listening to them going, and I was like 22, thinking, I'm never going to be that woman. I'm never going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I might not know who I am, but I know that I'm never going to do that. And I know that I want to grow up. And it was a commitment that I made to myself very early on. I want to grow up and be who I'm supposed to be. And so I think about that in, in a little bit of a lighter way, that shoulda, coulda, woulda. What if there is no shoulda, coulda, woulda? What if we just get to make a commitment to ourselves and become who we're supposed to be? Not for our man, not for our kids, not for our parents. Just who for we're us, supposed to be in yeah. our divine right. And there's freedom in that. Yeah. And no one gets to stand in your way of that unless you let them. No, that's the I most, think, I think that's the most important message. That That's the most amazing thing that you got to put yourself first. It took me all this journey to learn time. that. It took me all this long time that if you don't love yourself and if you don't put, it's not selfish. If you don't put yourself first. It's true. You're going to be miserable and you're probably going to make somebody else it miserable. It starts with self-love. Yeah, it starts, it starts with, with love. We come into the world with love, divine yeah. love. We leave in love. Yeah. We have to live in a loving space. It's like the totally. labyrinth that we walk today, yeah. which will make no sense to people listening. But No, but you guys, if you're <laughs> listening to something like you got to go, I'm going to post all the videos all over my Instagram, YouTube and everything because she has the most insane, the handmade labyrinth on your back. This isn't even a backyard, right? This is like a property. <laughs> I don't know what to call this. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> our retreat. It's a fantastic <laughs> retreat. Yeah. I mean, it, it's Thank impossible you. to describe it in words. You would have to be here to That's believe true. it. Yeah. But you. I'm bringing it to you guys via video since you're being insanely kind and letting us film it go check it out because it's such a beautiful beautiful labyrinth it's the shape like a heart and i loved watching cat and i couldn't stop thinking about my mom you were thinking about i wanted to cry because i felt like my mom there because my mom was all about this kind of things and i felt like my mom would be crying and crying Mm. and crying and it I've was really beautiful about. to see that and to witness <laughs> that and to share that with you and to describe it to your listeners because yeah. you just took a moment to go walk in silence and to feel something and yeah. there's something emotional that happens to a woman when we slow down yes and we start to listen to the language of our spirit our soul yeah. whatever it is you believe in the language of your heart yeah. with all the noise and all the grind and being a entrepreneur and being a boss and yeah. managing so many things we compromise stillness yeah. and we compromise that selfish moment. I don't like the word selfish. We should be selfish. We should get selfish so that we can fuel yeah. our souls, ourselves, and be and in I, service to I, ourselves. I was talking to a friend of mine and she's been married for 14 years and she just got divorced recently and she was telling me, I don't know who I am. Mm. I'm like, I'm really trying to figure out who I am, you know, like... Her little you know, voice is very my, my kids and my ex-husband, you know, and it just breaks my heart when she said that because she, she really doesn't know who she is. She's I understand like, that. This, like, but I have to say it's never too late to no. start over. She's like, can we go down a retreat? Can I, like, I, I want to be in, like, I would definitely. I want to meet your friend. Yeah, we got to bring her. And I have to Not say yet. a parenthesis. I'm so happy she came because she's always like the, on the go on the go on the go on the go stressed stressed stress. and i'm like maj we both work like oh. and and i know you do too we work seven days a week 10 million hours a day but you need to pause you need to breathe and it's hard to do you need uh, to remember yeah. because if we don't have our health we don't have anything and in that I, chaotic world out there we forget about ourselves and even last night yeah you know, one of the friends we're always crying. like yeah when she was, you know, we just kind of started talking about, you know, yeah, 
um, who we are as a person. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know, because she's been in a marriage, you know. Because too, so many women been, go through can this. Can I share kids? something with yes, you that please. this made me think of? Two things. You remember how many times in class I said, breathe, breathe, breathe. Yes. It's almost annoying. Yeah. It's an amazing reminder. We forget yeah. how to breathe. We do. I teach yes. breath work, which I would love to invite you both as my guests. We'll do a breath work session. But my recent retreat in Arizona at Savannah, was so profound. Women from all different walks of life. So I had women in their 60s and I had young women. And the one thing, the one common denominator that kept coming up, because I ask everyone always in the beginning, who are you? Who do you think you are? Which is a real mindfuck. And why are you here? And in exploring why are you here, the one thing like your conversation with your girlfriend that kept coming up is they said, what now? Like, I don't know what happens next. I'm an empty nester, I'm newly divorced, I'm single, I haven't met the love of my life, I just retired, all different reasons. And these were like powerful women, all kinds of women. The one thing that they all had in common is they were like, I don't know what this next season looks like. What's next, what now? So we spent three days together, okay? And there was a song that I played today in class, which we should post it for your listeners. It's fucking amazing. It's Whitney Houston or Aretha Franklin. The playlist was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. I'll, we'll share the playlist because yeah. I have a female empowerment playlist just for you. There was a song that came on in the final day as we were still exploring. So we do journal work. We do meditation. We do breath work. We do all kinds of stuff. Sound bath. There was a song that played in my final day with them and it is I'm every woman but it's a really cool like medley and I stopped the song and I stopped in the middle of the class and I went holy shit everybody stop (laughs) and I'm like that's our answer here we all for three days we were trying to define who we are are we a title am I a mother am I a doctor am I a teacher am I a, a, a daughter am I a CEO like who the fuck am I we had all these descriptions they were just words and I'm like I just realized we are the collective energy of all these life experiences. <laughs> yes. We are a, the collective yeah. combination of all of these things that have happened to all of us. And it was very emotional and everyone was crying. And I'm like, I'm going to crank this music back up. <laughs> I am every woman. Yes, and, we are a little bit of everything. And yes. we stopped in it. And that question that you had that was emotional with your friend last night, especially after divorce, I've redesigned my life twice. Yeah. That what now, I said in the middle of session, I'm like, what now is right now? We're already here. So we keep wanting an answer. We keep fighting uncertainty. Partner up with uncertainty. Who am I to decide what, I what now? Yeah. Am I going to know what the next five years look like? I, I have to tell you the secret now, for me. Yes, we have to learn how to live more in the present. Yeah. And I think people think too much about the future. It's if you it's really start, hard. It's hard, but if you get in this place that you appreciate today the present, your life is going to be a million times easier. It's really hard. It's really important. I know. And the what now, right now, in this present moment is the moment that's going to serve you and really define you. It's not what happened to you. Right. It's not what you're afraid of. It's not what you're manifesting for this next month, this next season. It's really right now. Who am I? Can I find my purpose? Yeah. A whole nother podcast we should do. Oh my That's god, we have to we have to do a Brooke Burke podcast series. <laughs> yes, Brooke on the should. loose. Oh my god. Brooke <laughs> on the loose. Oh my god, Brooke on the loose. That sounds really but fun. I, speaking of I gotta go back a little bit because yeah. like you're saying, so many women out there they wonder. Maybe they're in a bad marriage, going through a divorce. Like the, this lady isn't even going through a divorce. She's married, but God knows what her problems are. Yeah, That's yeah, a whole other episode. But friend. you went through uh, twice yeah. with four kids. Mm-hmm. 
I cannot even imagine because I went through all my nasty crap and I consider myself a survivor, but I don't yeah. have kids. I cannot imagine what it must have been. Plus, I think it's an aggravation of the, the media, right? All over you. Yeah, yeah They write <laughs> shit about your life like they live in, in your bedroom. They slice you together like to no, put you in they, a place yeah. with someone that you weren't even with. No, and my favorite oh, part oh, is oh, like... Yeah. And they think they know. Yeah. And I'm thinking, nobody knows what's going on in four walls in her house. But they talk about your life like they know you, like they're your friend. TMZ, like when you <laughs> dirty hair, getting your long, they're like, Brooke, Brooke. Like they, they make sure they catch you like... Yeah. The worst yeah. possible moment because they, they, sensationalism yeah. sells. So you went through all this shit, the kids, the media, na 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 na, na and you obviously on the other side, and you're living your best life. So someone out there listening, oh yeah, she's Brooke, she's beautiful, she's rich. Fuck all of you. Yeah, it's easy. You live in Meb. That's the emails I get from them. Stop. You're stop. blonde. You're blonde. Yeah, I know. Eugenio, can I please have a little more caviar? There's no one here. <laughs> oh, you gave Eugenio the day off? What's, what's wrong with you, Brooke? The day I come visit you, I you know. give your butler. <laughs> but anyhow, I forgot what I was no, saying. No. You were saying, what would I say? I was saying, yeah, so because I know women, and I'm sure you get that on social media as well. We have to talk about that. People send me these nastiest messages like, you're blonde, you live in Beverly Hills, you don't have any problems. I'm like, huh? You don't know anything about my life. Mm -hmm. You don't know the uphill battle yeah, that it's been. That's true. So right. what would you say? Maybe somebody needs a, a, a little pep talk or motivation or anything like, because there is a, a, a better tomorrow. There mm -hmm. is another life. There is another chance. You're proof of that. I'm proof of mm -hmm. that. Do you have anything to say I, to I, somebody? I do. I mean, I, I want to back up for a second to all that criticism and all that <clears throat> chatter that doesn't serve us. You know, I challenge people to ask questions rather than assume things and make negative statements. You know, if anybody ever came to me and said, hey, how do you run your life? Do you have a nanny and a housekeeper and a driver and a chef? I'd be like, shit, I'm looking for all that. Yeah, I have a nanny. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to run my four kids. And yeah, I have a housekeeper. I have a big house. I like it clean. Don't judge me. Do I want more things or less things? Like, who am I? You want to know who I am? Ask me, right? Yeah. So I find a lot of freedom in that very open dialogue for me. I do not lean into that 360 conversation of criticism on social media. We, I like to engage with my audience, so it's there. Does it sting a little bit? Yeah. There's a really great emoji, um, emoji the one that looks like the little shit and the one that's the middle finger. <laughs> use them. Oh, there is? Oh, yeah. I, I'm I mean, I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, we have to create one. There, I'm like, there okay. Is. I'll show them to you. I'm kidding. There's also that block button, which you can use too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm yeah. um, No, but in, in all seriousness, I, I wanted to just say, um, engage with people who are asking questions, not just throwing out, you know, casual judgments without even a face on their profile or right. any followers. So that's that. But what I would say to people that need a little bit of love and a little pep talk is just lean into possibilities. You know, I didn't know what was happening in my life when I got a divorce. And I was the woman that would have bet on forever in marriage. So the first time was really necessary. I picked the wrong person. It was ugly. It's still ugly. We don't even talk. It's a damn shame. Aww. The second time I was really married to, I thought who was my soulmate and the love of my life, who's one of my best friends right now. Mm. And we sort of had a parting because it was necessary, right? We both agreed that it was time to redesign our lives in a different way. And we committed to raising our children and... Um, we have a beautiful relationship right now, but 
I didn't know what life was going to be like. And I didn't know what was on the other side. I didn't know what was coming. It was really, really scary. Um, Divorce is I didn't scary. know if I would find yeah. love again. I yeah. didn't know if my kids were going to be okay. It wasn't the lessons in the fairy tale that I wanted to um, share with them. But I allowed myself room to accept the need for change. And I did go through that very difficult inner dialogue of, did I fail? And what does that look like? And what does that mean? And what did I do wrong? Or what could I have done different? And I had to surrender to the concept of failure. And I had to surrender so deep to allow myself to believe and accept that it was time for change and change was necessary. And one step further, I had to teach my children that valuable lesson, not to give up, not to have grit, not to do everything possible, but to accept the fact that sometimes change is necessary. Maybe you are with the wrong person. Maybe right. you weren't the right person. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you need to choose differently. Maybe you need to pause. Maybe it's time. Right. But that's very brave because most Hard. people stay in unhappy relationships because they're afraid of mm -hmm. starting over. It's true. And right. staying um, for too long is really hard. Yeah. Not staying long enough is really hard. And my many women have asked me, like, how did you know? When did you know? And I'm like, you just know when you know. You just know. Yeah. You just know when you know. And I really would like to believe in forever. I didn't get that lucky in my life and love. And here I am again. Yeah, you know? so let's <laughs> talk about that. You yeah. got divorced. Yeah. And then how long after that you met your now fiancé? Um, David and I had separated and kind of worked through our permanent separation for years. So divorce took a long time. We weren't in a hurry because it was very peaceful. Thank God. God love him. He um, is the greatest ex-husband of all time. I have to compliment him because not everybody has. He's a great ex-husband. I love that. <laughs> we That's, actually really love each other. But that is exes. so nice because you have kids yeah. and it's so healthy for the kids yeah. if you get along for the kids, yeah. right? Yeah, it's really important. Learn how to be a great and your ex kids if are you are a shitty husband. Yeah, be, um, yeah, be decent. Try to yeah. be cordial for the kids Take no the matter how road. old they are. Yeah, exactly. Your, your kids are worth everything and taking yeah. the high road um, i'm sure he must be a great guy he's, because he's, he's yeah. a great dad and he's he's an amazing guy anyway so it took and it your took, kids by the way i have to make a parenthesis that's major <laughs> dna but they're gorgeous thank you they're gorgeous thank you. incredibly yeah. thank beautiful you. they're good kids i'm very lucky thank you for saying that so it took years um I needed to, and I'm curious how you both feel about this. <laughs> I was never alone in my life. I was married for 19 years to two different people. Um, I was very codependent. I was probably insecure in alone time. As a younger woman, I was very lonely in alone time. I needed to learn how to be alone, and I was not good at it. Mm. I dated a lot as a younger woman. Um, I had a lot of relationships. <laughs> but as a woman in my 40s, I had never been alone. So suddenly I found myself with, thank God for my children, but like alone, alone as a woman. And I didn't like it. And I really had to fight through it. And I learned more about myself during that period of time in my life than my whole life. And so when you're designing, when you're, when you're a mother, when you're building a life, building a marriage, you don't have time alone. You got a man next to right, you. Right, all the Whatever. time. Yeah. Time alone as a woman is so invaluable. It was the only season of my life where I really learned how to listen to my own language, my inner language. 
Um, and I wanted to date. I wasn't lucky like you. You said you had 25 dates in one year. God love oh you. Oh, my God. I, I wanted know. to date, uh-huh. and I wasn't dating. I dated a little bit. I would have liked to have dated much more because I... I thought it was How would be you meet people year. like through friends? Or did you did, ever do dating apps? Never did a dating app. Because that would be hard for you. I never did always... a dating app and I have nothing against it. It wasn't for but me. Do you friends think weren't setting me up. You would no. always wonder like <laughs> yeah. if they, they have the right intentions or like the, they so want to meet me not, because if you're I'm... not on a dating app and you don't have generous friends with single people, there's no single, there's no great single there's guys no around. To meet. Yeah. No, so, it's tough. Yeah, it's very tough. And I think we become pickier, right? Select. Hopefully. just meet a lot of people because of what I do. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I'm nice, but people weren't. <laughs> no one was really approaching me. I wasn't probably. I also stay home, so I probably wasn't out and about. I could have had more fun. But anyway, I dated a little bit. I had one relationship that was wrong but necessary for the time. Um, I knew that it wouldn't last. And then I accidentally met Scott. Like, literally by accident. I was at a, at a bar having a cocktail with my stylist and... I'm a very close friend. Here in Malibu? Here in uh, Santa Monica. Which bar, please? At Wally's. <laughs> Which bar? At oh, Wally's. Wally's. In Santa Monica. <laughs> in Santa Monica. I was uh, having a glass of yeah, wine. Yeah, because the Wally's in Beverly Hills is a... Oh, it's girl. such a pickup yeah, no. place. Oh, I was actually Ow. with my girlfriend and with a friend, and I was finishing a long day of work, and I was um, at the bar. I was having a glass of wine, and he was so brave and so masculine and so confident and so mm. cute, and he walked right up to me. And he actually grabbed my arm, but not in a Ooh. weird way, which who does that? Yeah. Nobody does, your arm? does that. Nobody like goes into yeah. your space right now. Right. But it wasn't intrusive or creepy. And really? he was like, he said, hi, I'm Scott. And I was like, he was so foxy. Did he know who you were? Or he just thought he what a gorgeous he woman. He says he didn't. I believe Do you believe him? him? I believe him. I believe him. He's a sports guy. He doesn't watch. He doesn't watch. <laughs> what does he do? TV. Is he in a uh, commercial real estate? Uh, He's like yeah. a golfer. I don't think he knew who I was. But anyway, he said, I'm scared. He goes, come and have I a drink. I believe Come and have him. a drink yeah, with I me. Believe. I'm just being a... No, yeah. I, I believe him. I believe him yeah. too. Yeah. He said, come and have a drink with me. And I really wanted to have a drink with him, but I couldn't because wow. I was on my way out. Because I was with my girlfriend. And I, did, I didn't drive. I'd come from work <laughs> and I was all the way in Malibu. So I wanted that drink and I couldn't have that drink. Mm. And I think he thought that... I don't know. I just thought I would... I was very nice. I said, genuinely, I would love to have that drink with you, but I can't because I'm leaving. And he didn't really stop me. Did and he ask for your number? He didn't ask for my number. Really? But he didn't take no for an answer. He said, no, 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 come and have that drink ah. So I went over to the table and I said, I really can't. I'm so sorry. I really have to go. Pause, pause, pause. Didn't ask for my number. Pause, pause, pause. And I'm like, okay. So I leave. And my stylist, her name is Isabel Banham. She's a goddess. Was at ballet getting her car. And she's like, well, what happened? And I was like, well, nothing. I'm like, I'm leave you hanging. She goes, did you get his number? I go, no, I didn't get his number. Did you give him your number? I go, no, I didn't give him my number. I don't even know. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's how... She goes storming back inside. Ah! I'm like, what's about? Wait, wait, wait. She goes storming back inside. And she was like, hey, do you want her number or what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. She gives him my number. And she, and she says that she goes, and don't be that guy. You call her tonight. Did you ever ask him why didn't he ask for your number? I think he maybe felt rejected because I said Aww. I couldn't. And I, so she gives, gets, gives him my number and he called me that night and we met for a drink uh, that night. And that was Aww. it? And that was it. And how long have you guys been together? Four years. Wow, wow, that's a I long know. time. I know. Yeah. I know. And we're engaged, and so here I am. Oh, again. I, I saw your beautiful <laughs> pictures. I think you were in Thank Europe you. last year. We were, yeah. 
with your where's the yeah, bling? bling bling um i know i was working out this yeah. morning so i don't have it on i know <laughs> but it's gorgeous Thank he you did so a really much. good job Thank and you. we were talking a little off camera i don't right know if here. you're okay talking on camera but you don't have a date set we don't have a date set i'm a little slow in the party planning <laughs> but you're enjoying maybe, maybe you can help me I can help yeah we can to, I, but, to be but, really um, honest and vulnerable yeah. i'm 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 very committed in love and I love our life the way that it is and it's scary and I'm not afraid of scary things right. you know I'm not afraid to be uncomfortable I just wasn't that girl that was like dying for the big wedding and rushing off to go do it again and we're trying to do it right and make sure that it's spiritual and soulful and right for all of us and for our family yeah and so I'm just a little slow in my party planning <laughs> process but we're getting there we thought we would do it this year you know the pandemic was Ugh, you know yeah. it was just there were so many things but I need to, maybe you can help me, I need to Yes, <laughs> but you know, I love that you said, really? yeah. by the way, you don't live with him, yeah. like you were telling me, and you love your home, you're happy in your life, and I was saying, I think this step is so important, because that's what happened to me. I'm at a point in my life that I'm insanely happy in my little world. Like my little home, which is like the size of your guest bathroom. <laughs> but I love it. My yeah. dog, my work, my projects. I have my little universe. Mm -hmm. So when I meet the right person, I'm not like desperate. Because a lot of girls, I know they, they don't like to hear that. But they send the desperation energy. You can smell desperation. Yeah, you can smell people. it. And I'm like, you need to be happy with your you know, life. You and you need to love space. your life. Yeah. And then somebody comes and they compliment it. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree that dating part is so much fun, right? Mm -hmm. Getting ready for the guy and him picking you up or you sleep here, he sleep there, la, 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 la. It makes it all sexy it, and fun, It's very right? sexy. We have a very yeah. modern approach to it. And by I the way, lots it. of people do it. So we were joking around mm -hmm. off camera before about <laughs> yeah. what it's like. And, you know, we don't live together, yet we're building this life together. And for right now, it, it really works how it is. I actually like that it's a date half the week when we spend together when we don't have the kids. He comes over, he still brings me flowers. Aww. I'm able to like wash my hair and like get okay, ready. Okay, David, like, sexy. if you're listening, please, can you open like a boyfriend dating husband school yeah. out there? Scots. Uh, yes. Oh, yes, Scott. Scott, 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 David is the ex Sorry, Scott. Is Scott the fiance? Yes. Yeah, I know that. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm no, like no, in no. a. So cute. Don't yeah, worry. I know. I, he but, needs but, to teach men how to date and, us. And you know, it's 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 not easy. Like, what what's most important is that you design it and you define it, and then you realize that for the right man, I would have said I would never do it again. I would have said I would never live with someone again because I've been here with my children, and it's like we have a very like feminine house. I have three daughters. My poor little son, he's the only dude around here. <laughs> and then Scott when he comes in half the week. But I would have said I would never do it again. And then the right man, the right person comes yeah. along, who is Scott. Yeah. And then we'll shift again, and and we change our point of view, and then. You know, we find a way to sort of weave our lives and blend our family. Scott has two kids. I have four. That's amazing. So now we're trying to figure out what does the future look like for us? Where do we live? Mm -hmm. Where does marriage live? Is it here? Is it there? <laughs> is it somewhere else? And so your dog funny. is in love with Majda. You know, she has something. Because no. my dog, Phoenix, is madly in love with yeah, her. Mad, like, he like, can yeah. smell her when she's parking the car on the street. My Wait, dog she can just smell. put her little paw on yeah. you. It's so sweet. It's something. You're Even like Billy's the dog whisperer. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I, I think it's important for women to know yeah. we have this idea, right? We have this preconceived dream, this notion. This idea, it is important in our lives, even as strong, independent women, 
to just be open to yes. the possibility that something, someone, something comes along that will rock yes. you and you'll go, huh, maybe. Yes, one million maybe. percent. I say that. Come to Malibu and <laughs> more yeah. often. Does he have any friends? I know, right? I know. Well, now that I've met you two goddesses. <laughs> hey, feel free Stop. to... Feel free to pimp go. us out. Leave. Leave her alone. <laughs> she really wants your attention. Really go. They're, fu- they're like playing with the dog. No. Oh, it's really I always go. say, Brooke, that no <laughs> matter right. how much you... Go, at least for me, and I, I guess you agree now that you fall in love, but even if somebody breaks your heart, even if you're dating and it doesn't work out, you should always be open to love. Like, don't let yeah. one bad, nasty relationship close your heart forever, you know? You I, need to, like, keep believing. You can't stop believing. And I agree. if you stop letting love in, if you stop giving love, you can't yeah. let love in. I agree. You know, we there's this beautiful concept and practice that I do sometimes in yoga when I'm teaching. We receive, we, we give love through the front of our heart, right? We give love. We receive from the back of our heart. So we have to breathe into both spaces. We have to create space for love. I was really willing, and my heart was broken. Not oh, gonna lie. Sure. Broken after David and I split up. It was necessary. Um, I was willing to let my heart get broken again. Because otherwise, how can I meet someone with all of me? I I, I, I will say that I'm wiser and I'm more careful and I have boundaries and I understand who I am as a woman. Mm -hmm. More today than I ever did before. And I'm still learning, by the way. I'm still learning, I'm still growing, I'm still shifting. I'm learning all the time. But I'm willing... I'm willing to hurt. I'm willing to love deeply. I'm willing to let my heart get broken. And I'm willing to take those chances. I really don't know how to do it any other way. One million percent. And I tell my daughters and my son that too. Like, we're going to get it wrong, right? Things are going to hurt. People are going to disappoint you. Mm -hmm. People don't really break your heart. I really believe this. They break your expectations, right? So true. And if your heart's broken, it heals. It heals. It heals. heals. Do you believe in twin flame? I, David is my twin flame. Aww. I do. I just had this conversation. I love that. See, I thought David was my soulmate. He's not. He certainly my wasn't my life flame. partner. I'm not with him anymore. He is my twin flame. Aww. In fact, if you looked at him on my phone, there's two flames. And some people are like, why do you have two? It's like double hot. It's not that he's doubly hot. <laughs> he was my twin flame. And he challenged me in so many ways. And I did him. And we had a lot of, um, you know, life business to do together. I believe in all of that. Do you believe in that? Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah, I do. I really it, it doesn't have to be just a yeah. man. It could be a woman. It, yeah, it can yeah. be. It could, it could There's so be many people friend. who yeah. come into our lives yes, to challenge yeah. us, yeah. to yeah. teach totally. us. Um, and sometimes they leave us. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're here for sometimes a moment. Sometimes yeah. don't stay. Yeah. I met my twin flame, but we're not together. Just a friend. It's intense. It's yeah. intense. I can't even describe I have not the met mine yet. I hope that you will. I we'll know do some I manifestation will. stuff. Yes. But in the light of the broken, the willingness to have a broken heart, which sounds, people are going to be like, why would you do that? It's because... People come and go, and it's not always up to us. People come into our lives at moments. Oh, yeah. Before I let you, you go, know? we need to talk about a little bit. Oh, see, I can't believe we've been talking like for. I'm putting my sweat <laughs> I'm on putting the heater on too because I know you're cold. Hold we on. need to talk for a few minutes about this incredible wellness, yes. fitness world that you created so stay there i'm gonna take another two minute break and we are gonna do a little extra chunk of cat on the loose because she is multi 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 talented and i hope to god she's inspiring you guys 
10% as much as she's inspiring <laughs> oh me. God, like, I'm ready love to you. love. I'm ready to, like, yes. get my summer body. I'm yes. ready to dance. I'm like, I'm living here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you. yeah. <laughs> can you adopt? Can we sleep at the TP? You know I have tents. You know I have tents. Can I yes. 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 We'll yes. be right back yes. with this incredible, incredible, incredible episode with this incredible one, Brooke Burke. We'll be right back. And with everything I do, I always try to spread a message of love, of women empowerment, of friendship. And this is why I love so much working with Girly Alamode. Girly Alamode is fashion and style for all, building a worldwide community for body positivity, self-love and inclusion. You guys got to check out the store because the love collection is to die for adorable, easy breezy pieces that anyone can wear. Sweatshirts, sweatpants, cozy hoodies, beanies, the organic reusable tote. Everything is so adorable. I brought Brooke some gifts and I am actually wearing one of my favorite sweatshirts right now that says spread love, the cropped hoodie. Go check it out. Great gifts because they're affordable if you want to give someone a little something and to yourself. Super, super adorable. Girlyalamode.shopping and on Insta, girlyalamode. And like always, you know, let's spread some love and the universe shall send tons and tons more love back to us. Okay, <laughs> we're back. We, I mean, this episode could be like a five-hour episode, but let's try part to... One, part one. To be part so, one, yeah. yeah from, so from doing uh, so much work on TV, being so successful, you, you kind of turned, not kind of, like you turned big-time major success into wellness, fitness, and that's what you do. Can you tell us about it? And you guys have to go look at the videos because we did a class with her today. <laughs> you guys were amazing. It's incredible, sound bath. And look at her Instagram, please, you. if you're not following her because every single day, I think you post almost Thank every day. You. I do, I do. Videos like, you know, that... You make workout fun. You Thank make workout inspiring. And this is what I love about it. Thank you. I mean, I think fitness should be fun. I know it's not for everyone. I really understand that. I mean, the, I, I could teach people how to get in shape, how to body sculpt. And, you know, this whole bikini body concept is not really my jam. I'm really passionate about the mind, mental part of it, um, the mindful part of wellness. So I started an app. It's been, gosh, it's been almost five years now. I can't believe it. It's a digital app. So it's for all different levels. It's for people all over the world to teach them how to train their body, how to tone and tighten and how to body sculpt. Also how to create energy, how to build curves. Um, it's not about numbers. It's not about weight. It's about strength. It's about energy and it's about confidence and it's about sensuality. And I really think that the more we do for ourselves, that love begins with self-care, the better we feel, the better we feel, the more we want to do it. So we recently started doing digital Zoom classes, meaning you could be anywhere in the world and you could come over to my house. You could come to the teepee. You could come to the sweat temple where I teach and be part of a community of women on the computer. Do I want you here in person? Yes. But digital <laughs> apps are good enough for a lot of people. I'm also doing a lot of retreats and wellness work that's a little bit more mind, body, spirit. So in the mindful space of shifting our energy, raising our frequency, connecting with women, creating your she tribe, 
breath work, sound bath, meditation. The body work's the easy yeah. part. It's the heart work, right? Well, and the mindful work that really changes us. But somebody out there listening to us again, somebody that doesn't work out, that's out of shape, summer is coming, everybody, you know, we love working. We are very active, but some people are not. Mm-hmm. And same, they send this message like, oh, it's easy for you guys, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. But any motivation, like how do you encourage someone to take the first step? I think you have to start that just begin i don't care if it's a walk i don't care if it's a little yoga stretch that's for beginners that you do in the privacy of your living room if we lose our mobility if we lose our energy if we lose our sense of self pretty soon you find yourself so far into it that you don't know how to get back to that woman that once was yeah so i work with people that need to lose a hundred pounds that want to lose five pounds. I work with women who are fit that are looking for more flexibility. I look, work with women who are depressed because they're not moving their body. That it's not even about the physical part. It's mm-hmm. about the mindful part. So I would say find content. The app is like, I don't even know, I think like a quarter a day. It's nothing. I mean, let's just call it free. The first week is free, everybody actually. But go find content on YouTube. Find my app. Find something that speaks to you that's inspiring that's fun. And then you get an accountability buddy. Like I call you and I go, Hey, do you want to work out Wednesday? Or, Hey, there's a zoom class Friday. Meet me in my living room or let's go for that that walk today. Or you come and you find me in an in-person experience, or you commit to a girlfriend getaway, a sleepover retreat, a whole day of self-love and self-care and mindfulness. We are curating so many different types of events that will shift you into your own divine energy. And it's also a time of discovery, yes. right? It's not about the booty. I can teach you that all day long. <laughs> it's kind of about the booty, but not really. <laughs> but it teaches you how to get a better understanding of who you are. And I look at yoga, I look at fitness as an internal dance. A moment to learn more about yourself. What's standing in your way? Why is your neck tight? Why is your jaw tight? Why aren't you flexible? <laughs> what are we storing in our hips? She's laughing because she's laughing. What are we storing <laughs> in our hips, ladies? These hips are emotional file cabinets, yeah. period. Yes. There's science behind it. All the drama, all the trauma, yes. all the shit, all the pain, everything. And I do this really beautiful um, exercise, which I'll show you in your audience while we're together, where you sit in stillness and it's very calm and you're tapped into your abdomen, you're tapped into your heart. But imagine just for a moment, we'll do it together. Close your eyes and take your left hand. And in your left hand, you hold all of your past, right? All of your past, all of your pain, all of your failures, all of your history, all of your challenges. And you feel like it's a little bit heavy, right? And you'll hold your past in your left hand. And in your right hand, ladies, looking for love, you hold your future, your possibilities, the things you want to manifest, your dreams, your success, right? Your abundance, your love, your twin flame. You hold everything in your right hand. And then you take your left hand of your past and your right hand of your future and you marry them into your heart and you hold them. I have goosebumps. You hold them close. You hold them tight because they belong to you, only you. And you hold them in this present moment. And the type of work that I do is to understand who we were, who we're becoming, where we've been, where we're going. But to really pause and to echo in this time right here, in this space that belongs really only to you. It doesn't belong to a man. It doesn't belong to a child. It doesn't belong to your partner. It just belongs to you. And we tap into that deeper understanding of creating that space of who we are as women. What are our possibilities? Where were we? But where are we right now in this moment? And so, like in summary, all of the work that I do brings us back to mm-hmm. exactly where you walked in I love that. Yeah. Brings us to love, acceptance, yeah. compassion, um, 
it's that it's that yeah. if that's it if we live in a loving space yeah. of self-love acceptance i think it all goes winning. back to like we're saying self-love because if you look at working out taking care of yourself uh, taking care of your mind body and soul as an obligation that's when you get in trouble but when you look at it in terms of like just loving yourself more like self-care yeah. it becomes a completely different journey it like does. you start appreciating it it shouldn't be like oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna do this like you said find something that you love doing find a friend find somebody that encourages you and it becomes something amazing that you can't wait to get there like what's it's happening true. to us today i was insanely excited to come meet you because you know for a long time i'm a huge admirer of your work but when i got here we were like wow her energy is like Thank the you. sun hits you and Thank it's you. it's it's foggy in malibu today the sun <laughs> we is had not our own out, sunshine <laughs> but we don't need it you're the sunshine and the class is so full of your energy it was hard because we are I'm, I'm i'm in good shape running and walking around with phoenix but i know i need to do more yoga it's very, more stretching it's very specific yeah. in the toning and tightening yes, and all the junk specific, all the yeah. things that women complain mm. about we target all those yes. areas in class so the body it was work, so tough but it was so good because you feel good and yeah. we're, here, here, this is what i really know we're stronger than we think we are we're yes. worthy of doing this kind of work we are capable of doing this kind of work and i do a lot of like mindful mantras where we actually speak to change that fucked up negative chatter in our mind yeah. that's in our way knowing that we are strong we are worthy we are capable and we deserve to do this work and the more you do the work the more you understand who you are as a woman and the more you bring to the table is this beautiful goddess like let's live in our goddess energy yeah and that's that the more you I believe that it. and feel that the more you attract I that right it. the more you love the more you attract love you're incredible thank you thank you with so all my heart promise yeah. me that you're gonna come back of course and do the sisterhood yes. work here one million yes. billion percent if yes. you guys don't I mean, follow her look at her instagram <laughs> brooke burke yes. is the insta right and brooke, brooke, brooke body is the fitness oh, yeah, part brooke. of it brooke burke is me i'm easy to find but i would love to share things with your audience let's give yes. them that yes. feminine engagement yes. our female empowerment playlist let's give them a discount yes. give them a free month in the app whatever me, you want let me know we'll hook you up we'll do but that follow we'll her work yeah look at the, the look at the, the the workout videos listen to the inspiring messages i i joke but i love that phrase when, because i always want to get in better shape of yeah. course i love my journey i i think i i feel i look better and i feel better than when i was 20 yeah, years younger <laughs> but i remember summer bodies are made in spring they're made right now yeah no pressure right but maybe everybody can get on the bandwagon like you said accountability and yes. we can all look better together and, I think and it's we not about perfection yes and it's not about perfection it's about being the best version of yourself the because like you said you know some people are criticized by being too thin some people are criticized by being too too fat too chunky you gotta love your body type you gotta embrace what you have it's more about health and well-being right it's about health and well-being and it's about how we meet ourselves and i don't care what size you are at what stage right. you're like be a woman yeah embrace your curves embrace yes. your power embrace your energy it's yeah. not about size it's not about any of that no it's how do yeah. we feel in the wee hours of the morning and yeah. can we meet ourselves with that strength mm -hmm. i mean there's such it's so sexy to find a woman who has tapped into our sensual energy. One million percent. And I love to do that yeah. work, and I want you to come back and do it with One me. One million percent. And I'm maybe, in. maybe we do the twenty-one day challenge together. So I'm almost yes. finished. Yes. I'm almost when done choreographing. When does it start? 
It starts 21 days before summer. I think the first okay, day of summer so is, is the third week in June. But let's we're going to have accountability, it, daily check-ins, yes, accountability, yes. Zoom meetings, digital let's hangouts. You can come here. We could actually Zoom a class for your audience here totally. together. Let's. I like to share. Yes. So let's give your audience some gifts. I think I believe the universe united for much more than a, a fantastic podcast episode. I'm insanely grateful. I, I'm all about women Thank empowerment. You. We need to join forces. I know we can do 10 million things together and tell girls out there listening to us. Go after your dreams. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can always rebuild. She's living proof of it. Uh, we are living proof of it. So if you're sitting out on the couch now eating bonbons, drop the bonbon, <laughs> get a, a, a bottle of water, get your bestie, go kick some ass. Cat I'm, kingdom. Listen, let's do it. Let's and do wait, it. Brooke on the loose. Brooke on can the loose. Brooke on the loose. <laughs> we are not going to leave you alone ever again. We love I you. I love it. I really I enjoyed I knew you were going to be fantastic, Thank but you. you are 10 billion times you, even yeah, more yeah, fantastic yeah. than I yeah. I hope I get yeah. to do it again. We have yeah. to clap. You have to clap. You're amazing. Thank you. This was a super special episode of Cat on the Loose. I enjoyed it. We're doing it live from her gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous home and sanctuary in Malibu. For sure, one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. Thank one you. of the most spiritual places I've ever seen in my life, if not the most. And I am insanely grateful with all my heart for you. Thank you me. didn't know me. Like, <laughs> your, your agent. I feel like I know you. Your agent said, like, yeah, let this chick do because i was really annoying him for a long time because oh, i but he, but sorry, you're like took you so took long. the chances i and feel I, like i know you yes i feel like we, we we're we're besties from another life yeah one million right? percent we're just beginning grateful 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 thank you with all my heart thank you're you. amazing guys i hope you enjoyed it love you we'll thank see you, you soon i'm gonna hook you up with everything she said i hope i see you soon kisses 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 <laughs> be healthy out there Mwah.